0: You are now tuning in to KickSpot with Jidoo Park, Park and Mix, And we are
1: back. We are back. We're live again. Thank you. What's Gucci? For people that are actually listening, actually listening <laughs> to us, you know, There's a lot of people listening, yeah. you know. For now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. We're building it every week. We see you. Uh, but we have a special guest today. Franco Olmedo, you know. Thank you. One of the one of the brodies here. Um, obviously, you know, we, we have it here for a reason, as much as we don't like it. <laughs> um, <but> Hater. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking at
0: that shit. <laughs> Look um, at me when you talk to me. Obviously, you're a Lakers fan. Yeah. Obviously Lakers fan. Um, you know, Migs is a Clippers fan wearing a Detroit. Uh, a what fan uh, shirt, so it's a bad it's, bad boys, you know, dude. You gotta celebrate history. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Sell
2: out.
0: So, <laughs> so Franco, if you could, for the listeners, give us a little background on yourself. Of
2: course. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, let's see. Uh, one of Mings' best friends. Uh, met each other. We actually went to high school together, but we didn't hang out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been on the same basketball team for five years now. Um, and let's see. Yeah, I'm from Argentina. Uh, been in the States for 22 years. Uh, lived in Argentina for 10 years. And...
3: Yeah.
0: What else do you guys want to know? Uh, well, that's that's <coughs> great. You were born in Argentina. Yes, sir. And then you lived there for 10 years. Yes. How did you come here?
2: Uh, my dad's a software developer, okay. and he actually got a job uh, offer as a joke. He came here for a presentation, and he was like, oh, if you guys ever need to have a job opening, hit me up. And literally like six months later, they call him, and they brought the whole family here, sponsored the whole citizenship thing. We wow. actually became citizens, the whole family. Uh, last year, so wow. six okay. of us and yeah, really happy. America.
0: Hi. Yeah, obviously in America, if you uh, have a valuable asset and you can contribute to America, that's one way to get a citizenship. The other way is to win the lottery. That's true. Uh, yeah. Yep.
2: We we went the first way. Yeah. You know? or, so very lucky. Or
0: MIGS <laughs> came on a boat and great <laughs> One in the Philippines. No comment.
2: I don't know how that goes. Philippine Airlines. He re- but he, so got really <laughs> he
0: got really quiet. He got really quiet. Yeah, I remember when the crate opened. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Philippine Airlines. Thank you very much. Economy class. Okay. Right. Economy. <laughs> wow. Okay. I see you. Okay. All uh,
0: right. Well, um, obviously, uh, Franco, we really appreciate you uh, coming on the show here. Thank you, guys. Uh, but we do want to test you. Mm. Um on a little bit about Argentina. Let's see if you're truly Argentinian. Sure. Um, So Migs has prepared a few questions for you. Hit me. Okay. So
1: first off, Mm -hmm. what is the average Argentinian population from 2018?
2: (laughs) The average Argentinian population. Can you guess 40 million?
1: close it was 44.6 million two years ago okay bro it's because he hears it whenever the world cup plays yeah they they say it yeah you know
0: they say it
2: 40 million behind Messi. that's what they say
0: that's just a random fact though that's such a random fact
2: yeah i mean it's because they obviously average it down but at the same time it's like the whole country stopped to see what's going on it's a literal you know saying you know it it has literal meaning
1: behind it it's crazy so Okay, question number two, Mr. Mm-hmm. Argentinian. Yeah. Um, what type of government does Argentina run on? Argentina. Democrat, democratic oh, government. Uh. Oh,
0: okay. Maybe. There's elections. Okay, yep. so what, what we kind just of, had one. What
2: kind is that? What kind
1: of like what kind of election? No, what kind what kind of government is that, I guess? Democratic government. Okay, all right.
0: Okay. So like the political party? Okay.
2: There's a couple of political parties, yeah. Is it okay.
1: the
0: same as here?
2: Um kind, kind of, of. Uh kind of. yeah, you have a liberal um, yeah with uh, you know, progressive issues and then you have a conservative side, but um it's a little more complex. Than okay, okay, care. okay. Equal amount of corruption though. So, all right. As oh, Americans. So,
0: yeah. I thought it was more. More? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No,
2: it obviously it's it set in jest, but yeah, for sure, there's a lot more, you know, um, a lot more corruption down there. Yeah.
1: Hmm. yeah. Obviously, from from you having no hair, we all know that. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, next question. Yeah. Name the individual, the Spanish explorer, that first set foot in Argentina and, and claimed it. For the Spanish crown
3: mm, on, I'm gonna
1: you. go it's with like uh, name, Oh man I, Rodriguez I don't know man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude I'm like stumped right now like...
1: His name is Juan Diaz Oh come on, Okay Come on bro Alright la- I got two more Alright Are we good for two more? Yeah courses? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on So so this far is, you're uh, you, have, you have two wins One loss right now Why? Who, who would've known that? You two. should've you know, if you were listening to history class, you would have known that.
2: All right? American history. I live here now.
1: Yeah, you know I mean, uh-huh. I'm just saying.
2: Two wins, one loss.
1: Go. All right. What is, what is the falls? Okay, a body of water. What is the falls that borders between Argentina and Brazil? What is that falls called? Iguazu. Okay. Oh wow i've been there that was a fast with the clapping out. on that one that was, was a fast, fast. that was a good one that
0: was a fast response
1: I, i've been there it looks beautiful mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was beautiful. stuck at
2: the i had to sleep at the airport there when i went to the world
1: cup so okay yeah okay. and um let me see here i'm trying to find like um an animal <laughs>
2: <laughs> argentine <laughs> animal
0: yeah <clears throat> do you know the national animal
2: oh i don't i don't mm-hmm. um me with whatever you want.
1: Okay. Besides, besides Spanish, mm-hmm. right? And I know you're fluent, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, fluent. But it's it's like a different part of Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Castellano. Castellano. Yeah. 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 So, give me. I guess there's there's a few more like languages that are being spoken in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Give me like two more languages, or like indigenous languages that you know that are spoken by many Argentines?
2: Can't give you indigenous. I can tell you. Obviously. (laughs) Can't (laughs) get stump me. Uh, I can tell you, um, you know, in certain parts, they speak with a different dialect, like in Córdoba, for example. I'm from Rosario. In Córdoba, they speak with a different dialect. Even in the capital in Buenos Aires, they speak with a different dialect. As far as other languages, you have, um, you know, Italian, uh, spoken over there, uh, with a
0: mixture of Spanish. Um, you have some German, some French, um, I'm, yep. in, I'm impressed dude yeah. it, it's really weird as he was talking he, he like started getting an accent yeah <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, that was like very intrigued it comes out it's like partly <laughs> now in uh, the different dialect i'm like what what wow. just no, happened I'm I'm, I'm
1: I'm i'm impressed i you know i mean that was kind of you know you could have just guessed any languages and yeah you probably would have gotten it but probably. like he, he gave me he gave us yeah you know certain regions of what they spoke yeah um, so you know what
2: they're talking in the south South of Argentina now? What Chinese? There's a Chinese military base. Oh wow, in wow. interesting. The south interesting. of Argentina, yeah. Interesting. A lot of people are very upset about that. What? Why though? Ah, uh, because the government probably sold its soul. That's why. So
0: mm.
1: yeah,
2: they do anything for money. So there's a lot of um, well, there, there was of writing,
0: of, huh? There was writing. Uh, wh- when was it? Like five years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, and that had a lot to do with uh, quantitative easing, right? Just the government just printing out a bunch of money. And then, um, inflation at, yep. at an all-time high. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, which sh- tells you a lot. Printing out money
2: doesn't help stimulate the economy, as you know. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of debate. Yeah. Economists debate on that yeah. too. So, last last question. Hit me. This is uh, very near and dear in my mm. heart. All mm. right. Mm. What
1: type of dance was invented in Argentina? You know, there's a
2: lot of debate about this, Oof. but no, 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 there's only one. Tango. <laughs> hmm. The French would say otherwise,
1: but it's ours. Who cares about what they say? That's right. You know?
0: Yeah. You got the question right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm, awesome. I'm intrigued. So you you both went to school together. Yeah. When did you start talking to each other? uh <laughs> Okay. Can I say something? so yeah, he, It's funny because. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait. Why? Why did you get all defensive? No, this I wasn't. I was defensive. He's like, no. Can I just? Let me just let me interject. interject let me just clear <laughs> something. Now. Before Franco. I want to put this out there.
1: <laughs> Before Franco says some dumb stuff. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Dude, You got real defensive. So. We were hanging out like at the same like area. Like there's this like in high step, school. In high school, yeah. There's this steps in in Mission Viejo High School that we like you know all all the non-popular kids were kicking it. Yeah, you know what across. I mean. So we we was part of the non-popular kids. Okay. You know? But we were popular amongst ourselves. We were popular amongst ourselves. And Spoken we, like a true non-popular. Yep. Yep. person. <laughs> and among the Filipino and Argentinian communities, <laughs> <laughs> which is only two. Well, only yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> and like franco is like was his person. like i knew him right and uh-huh. he was like a year younger than me but i i knew but he was always like this dude that was just getting into trouble making all these ruckus okay and i'm like Who's this dude bro? bruh it's like the same time i met genu um, oh, don't even bring that. Like, i'm talking about youtube right? i'm just saying I, I, we can bring that the up ta- later.
2: the turntable
1: <laughs> so it was it was that so okay and then but i think we started talking like Probably, I mean, we'd talk here and there just because we were hanging out. Yeah. But we weren't really like hanging out like that. Yeah. Until like college or when we started really balling together. Yeah. You know. So you guys, you guys were in the same league or like? How did you? Was it Glenn?
2: No, I think it was Glenn. Yeah. yeah. So
1: so Glenn was like, hey, you know, um, do you need more players? Because me and Glenn have been balling since you know he started dating my sister. Shouts out, my boy Glenn. You know, brother in law. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Glenn. <laughs> but and then I needed some players. And then he, I think it was you before Josh, or was it Josh before you?
2: It was me, uh, Josh before me. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so we had
1: Josh, and then we needed more guys, and then I added Cole, and then I added Franco. Oh, because we were already at ASC. Yeah. Yeah, because we were playing at a different um, basketball kind of court back in the day. But so yeah, so we added him, but I remember like him just wilding out one game, and just like I didn't know his temper at that time. <laughs> I remember one play, like I just I just remember him charging at a dude and just like cussing his butt out, you know, because like he got fouled, he didn't like the call.
0: Dang, Charles Barkley. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Oh. He was
1: like, and he like for a long time was our bruiser, and then until he met Shaza, and then he Ooh. just you know became kind of like not the bruiser anymore. <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> but he'd still I mean he'd still crush some skulls, and I remember one one time, like he got. Hit so hard that he fell, like his head. I got a scar. He got, he got a Fair. scar in his, oh, in wow. it, yeah, yeah, in his head right there, and, and, then, and I'm bald because of it too. <laughs> yeah, and he <You> like, lost <laughs> hair. He yeah, lost heard. hair, dude. He's gushing blood. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. gushing. So Glenn went to the same school too.
2: Uh no, Glenn went to Aliso.
0: Glenn or? went to Aliso. Yeah. So Glenn went to a different school at New Franco, and then you guys connected some. Yeah. Okay. The the pieces don't. Well, because really we fit. worked,
2: we worked. Me and Glenn worked together. Okay. Yeah. Works well, at the same the, company. Okay,
0: yeah. that's where the missing link is. Wells Fargo. Yeah, got it. That's crazy. You guys talked about um, how you guys were in the unpopular crowd, but also played basketball. It's interesting because you know basketball now is one of the most popular sports. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually, for me, I played basketball in Guam because it was kind of a loner sport. Really? Because you could you could play basketball <laughs> by yourself. Yeah. Right. So basketball wasn't popular in Guam. And so, I, every time during recess, it would just be me playing basketball all by myself. Everybody else is playing soccer. I mean, that's still how it is. Going to the playground and stuff. Yeah. So, soccer is popular over there? Soccer is popular, like, because it's Guam. So, it's, like, out in Asia. So, yeah, I would say soccer is really pretty popular. Or well, kickball, I guess. Yeah. It's more popular than basketball. I think it was just me and, like, two other people that... Mm. Um, we're learning how to play basketball. Not, not that we're good at all. Um, <laughs> we're just learning how to play basketball. Right. Um, so it's interesting that you say that. You know, you guys were in the unpopular crowd, but then you guys are playing such a popular sport.
1: Well, I was on the team, and then he wasn't. Like in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you were in a high school team? I was on the high, I was on, on the mission team. Till what year? Till so junior year. Junior year. Yeah. So I was more J V.
2: After that they put all the football players. Right. So and then uh, Mark Sanchez, you know, quarterback for the Jets. Yeah. He ended up being on the team senior year. I think yeah. they won they won the championship, but it was all big six foot five oh, you wow. know lineback linebacker or uh tight end bodies, right? Oh wow.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I so, was, you know,
1: I mean I'm you know, I'm I'm fit right now, but I was low you know, I was little back then. Yeah. You know. I so was, was I. 120
0: or, pounds. You know, maybe even less. <laughs> so you honest. were on the team. You didn't get on the team. Yeah,
2: I didn't even try out. Yeah, yeah, it it didn't try out. Try out. No, I didn't pick up basketball yeah. till junior year.
0: I oh mean. really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, you're pretty good. So how did you, get, like, practice? This guy. This guy inspired me,
2: Kobe. Okay. Um. Shout out. Shout out. Rest in peace. But, uh, right. yeah, I, I didn't really pick it up till junior year. I didn't start getting serious with it. And, um. I wanted to, my dream was to play professionally, Mm. and I actually went to Argentina to try out. Really? Yeah, in 2006 or 2007. Um, And uh, one of the teams down there, you know, they don't get the stuff that we get here. So, like, shoes are expensive. And the guy's like, yeah, I'll put you on the team, but I need you to bring me, like, 20 pairs of shoes for my youth program, for my youth team. And I was like, dude, I I don't even have a job. (laughs) How am I supposed to do that, you know? So, it was kind of like a handshake agreement, and it just never happened.
0: That's crazy. I, yeah. I was actually watching some um, YouTubers that played overseas and um, they were talking about how common it was for you not just to be the player, but you also to be the coach. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, to make decisions on recruiting. Probably. So you're yeah. learning like the whole business aspect yeah. and not just playing the game of basketball.
2: Right, because over, uh, I don't know how it is in Europe and in, in South America, especially Argentina, it's like a club team. So it's like a social place to go. So you have kids, you have um, you know teenagers and stuff, you know? and uh that's where they go to hang out you know and your your family pays a membership yeah, you yeah. know so that's the the player you know will probably end up being the coach and everything else run the club you know so yeah. it's very common
0: crazy yeah we apologize uh, about the noise in the background we uh obviously don't have the station during uh that's my dog remote remote ah, yeah. station uh so we apologize for the background noise there uh but uh go- <laughs> going along with that um can i go grab her yeah yeah, yeah. yeah hold on so let, let's talk about um because you obviously love the game of basketball yes. so you were pro- you're probably paying attention right, to yeah. the last five weeks yep uh and you know exactly what i'm talking yes, about absolutely the last dance yes uh, with michael jordan so mm-hmm. um let me ask you who your favorite basketball player is uh like currently and of all time
2: uh currently i would have to say lebron okay um even though in the beginning, I wasn't a LeBron fan, so I have to admit it. Um, but he's grown on me a lot. Uh, Kobe, all time.
0: Kobe, all time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. awesome. And I
2: consider, you know, I didn't watch Jordan, so now with this documentary, I get to watch Jordan. Um, I consider Kobe my best ever, just because of what I've seen live. Mm-hmm. You know, so.
0: But so, I I you know watched basketball during the time when when Jordan was playing, right. um, because you know I grew up in Seattle, and <clears throat> Seattle actually had a team back in Ooh. the day.
2: RIP so, Sonics. Yeah,
0: no, bitter about that. Yeah, um, but you know, Sean Camp and, and Gary Payton. Actually, Gary Payton is actually my all-time favorite basketball really? player. That's out awesome. Of, out of all, yeah, yeah, out of all players, everybody's like, "Oh, I rarely like hear John, that." Yeah, I like the Kobe's. You know, but you were there, yeah. so that's
2: so you. That's who you saw.
0: Well, I I actually tried to emulate my game after after Gary Payton after the club, and not even just like that's true though. If he does just like the way that he plays. He doesn't back down, in, in the post-up game, yeah. he's just in. He has like these like turns and his defense is, is on point. Yep. So I would always, that, that's like the visual that I have, but I would always watch Jordan just, you know, annihilate just tear, it, just tear it up, you know, <laughs> annihilate. <laughs> and it, it was so horrifying. What I, a jerk. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was your, what was your take on, uh, Jordan said that he was going to be hated or that, that, that's what a lot of people thought about, uh, would think about him. What, what was your perspective on the last dance in Jordan?
2: So I got to see a side of him that number one I'd never seen because he rarely does interviews. Um, so this was very eye opening as a fan. Um, the competitiveness uh, at any point it reminds me of only one other guy, which is Kobe. Which is even the meaning, me. <laughs> even the meaning, um, you know, the your own teammates at the expense of winning. And if you're not mentally tough enough, um, you know, yeah. it, it, it's kind of eye-opening how mean he is. At the same time, it's admirable that, you know, he only has one goal in mind, even with playing cards or
0: whatever competition he's in, which is to win, mm-hmm. you know, so it's very eye-opening what a ultimate competitor is like. I, I'm wondering if it's like the current generation um, sees that as like, oh man, that's kind of weird because like when I grew up, That was the example Mm -hmm. so anything that you do you just do it a hundred percent you go against people yep Um, so like for example like when I ran my my business in the beginning I was that guy Uh, I would always be the one like competing against everybody else and it was like oh you can't do this like it's that Jordan type of mindset but then I look at guys like LeBron yeah which I've always admired LeBron I, I like even from the beginning I always Told everybody that LeBron's gonna be one of the best players. Yeah, and people would be like, "Oh, he needs to prove himself." But no, I, Paul Pierce doesn't think so. But, but I, 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 one championship. Yeah, but stop. I, I understand. Wheelchair. Yeah, I understand why people would think like that. But the way that he conducts himself as a leader is way different, right? Than how Jordan or Kobe in in that era. And so I'm wondering if people nowadays would ever go back into that type of mindset or that leadership after watching The Last Dance? I don't think so.
1: No, I think think for me, I think they're going to take some of what they saw on The Last Dance and the fact that everyone has been so cooped up inside Mm -hmm. that... You know, a, a few NBA guys were like, "Oh, we're not taking this. We're not taking our drops for granted anymore. Right. You know, we're gonna come back harder than ever. I think you. I think we're really gonna see a little bit more animosity, which I'm gonna like. Sure, that's what we're. That's what we've been missing the past like few years. Yeah. Right, past ten years. Nobody you know?
2: really dislikes each other. In yeah, the, like Kobe. In the was, summer they all hang out. That's
1: why yeah. I love Russ. Right. That's why I love that's Russ. One of the few. <laughs>
0: you know, because I think he does have that
1: mindset. Yeah, yeah. because Russ well, doesn't care about. And he had a quote I saw it on Bleacher Report saying that you know I don't care if we were you know ex-teammates before. Don't talk. To me, don't talk to me during the game. Yeah, on the court. Yeah, like, on the court. Yeah. Like you know that mindset. Like I really respect. That's why I love Patrick Beverly because. I know franco mm. doesn't you know i mean i even respect draymond because he's got that old school mentality sure you know and as much as i hate the warriors right but you know and you know guys like Joel and beating cat fighting like that was like oh yes finally some like some actual skin in the game right right, right you right. know so punch is thrown you know i think it i think it what the last dance did is it, it elevated that old school mentality and sure. saying like because I, I, some of those guys and those players didn't really know that history, right? Like, I mean, they're 21, 22, 23-year-old in the league. They know about Michael, but they didn't really see Michael play. They right. saw Kobe yeah. play. Mm-hmm. They saw Vince play. T-Mac play, right? Like, they saw those 90s guys, you know? So,
0: I think it'll be elevated. I think it's going to be really, really good for basketball. I, I I hope that there is a player out there in the future that kind of emulates that mindset, though. I, I feel like it's straying away a lot, and maybe it's the way that the NBA has changed a lot of the rules. Yeah, you can't necessarily do a lot of stuff anymore, and it's kind of like you get a slap and yep. it's a, a call the time, you know, a foul. So I feel like it might not get to that, but I wish that you know in the future there would be somebody you know along those lines. Yeah,
2: because at know? the end of the day, you admire the ultimate competitor and you respect them if you're on the other team, no matter what. You
1: might Jordan might come to your town and kill your team but you respect the hell. But that's the thing, right? Everyone is a competitor in the league, right? Right? So let's not take anything away from oh, those course. guys like of course. it's you know, I think they're all ultimate competitors, yeah. but there's a certain level of competition that the 90s and the early 2000 gave us, yeah. you know. So I think the last like competitive, you know, was the Spurs and you know, the Heat, uh, the Spurs, the Cavs, like the you know, the the Lakers, Pacer, Lakers, Sixer you know, and then the Lakers, Nets, you know, even, I know it was like a blowout, but you could still sense Shaq and Kobe getting to the finals against Sacramento, yeah. against Phoenix, like those guys. And like, there was a lot of animosity. There was a lot of animosity. Each team, yeah. And it was like, every team was just like, no, it's it's just us against you guys. Right. You know, there wasn't really a lot of, people would hang out, but like, it wasn't exposed. Like it is now,
0: right? Right. Yeah, when, when you talk about like different players have it, have it at a different intensity level, um, I don't know if you guys have ever read um, Relentless. Um, no. It's by Tim no. Grover. Do you know who Tim yeah, Grover is? His trainer. So Tim Grover is actually wrote the book, and he talks about three different types of uh, players in the NBA that he was able to coach. And he doesn't specific. he only talks about a few players in there. You did Jordan. He coached Jordan. He coached uh, Kobe. He jo- uh, coached um, uh, from the Heat. Uh, m- D-Wade? D-Wade. Oh, D he D Wade. coached D-Wade. And he said that those three actually have the mindset. And he talks about yeah. the second mindset being a closer. Mm-hmm. And he, he talks about LeBron being a closer. Mm-hmm. And then he says, the elites of the elites, uh, the Jordans of the world's a mindset, they're cleaners. Right. And he gave me a different perspective. And, and he even brings in um, little things about, you know, what you guys don't see in the media is that these people have such a twisted mindset that they'll contact each other during halftime and they'll say, you know, chug a, 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 a dozen uh, cans of beer. And then we'll go play and compete against each other what? <laughs> yeah it's so kind of kind of interesting right because yeah. like uh, he, he says you sometimes people have different statistics towards the second half of the game right but what you guys don't see is that they were chugging you know a few cans of beers and then challenging each other, each other because they were already getting paid a lot of money yeah yeah yeah. so what's the next step for yeah. them for the, that mindset like they need that That's little crazy. edge and so guys like jordan obviously one of the toughest sports to ever to play, uh ever to live i guess or, or play is uh, golf right so then he goes into something that's more competitive for him in nature and then goes into golf and that's why he talks about how much he loves golf. And so it's pretty interesting to see like that perspective that people don't, like us don't really get to see.
2: Right. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is very interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's, yeah. A got lot of examples that, that Tim Gover brings. Gotta um, pick up that book. <laughs> <Tainer>. Oh, <that, laughs> yeah. One of my favorite books, um, Sacred Hoops also by Phil Jackson, my favorite, uh, as well too. But, um, nonetheless, um. So your perspective on The Last Dance, positive, negative?
2: Positive. um, Again, from the, I respect it as a, I can, I can understand why as a competitor, I, you know, obviously, you know, belittling players and, you know, Scott Burrell, Steve Kerr fighting, all that kind of stuff is kind of not cool. But at the same time, it's like he did it for a reason and that was to make them mentally tough. Yeah, it it goes to what Gina was saying. It ended up yielding results
1: yeah it goes with what Gino was saying about them having such a twisted way of kind of looking at things right. which separates them from I mean everyone's everyone in that league is elite you know but there's just a certain separation that goes beyond just their god given talent it's that mentality right. right because everyone can work hard everyone can turn, up and turn it up a notch of course right? but it's that like that mental like you know ability to go I need that extra motivation. Uh, that I mean he mentions it every time, final right? Final gear. Yeah. What you know, what ticked you off during the ninety seven finals? Car Malone getting MVP. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like I mean I saw I saw that year. That was like one of the first years I actually saw the NBA in the Philippines. Yeah. And I I felt like Karl Malone, you know, was deserving. And he's he, the man. He, yeah, he said he was deserving, but that irked me. Everything irked him. Yeah. You know, if there's something that irked him, it's what fueled him more than anything you know
0: so it was great yeah well, well guys we're going to take a little short break and then when we come back cool. we're going to i'm going to ask you some nba trivia oh. questions Ooh. oh that's just hit me out of <laughs> out of us three obviously you two are very you know passionate passionate <laughs> you know knowledgeable. knowledgeable in the nba world so that's why i get to ask the questions when we come back cool you are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. And we are back here at the Kickspot, and we have our friend here, Franco Olmedo What up? What up? In. Um, and so, uh, last time we were talking about the last dance, but I wanted to tra- test you two on your NBA trivia. Test me. <laughs> Since we are really close, Franco, I'm gonna have Let's to it. tilt my little uh, got computer it, here. Let me see, dude. Okay. So, I'm going to bring the mic towards me. So, it's going to be 10 questions, Mm. and you guys have 10 seconds each to answer. Mm. Mm. So, it's the first person that answers. Mm. Okay. So, if one person answers it wrong, I'm not going to say anything until the 10 seconds is up, and then I'll let you know. Well, we could just answer. Yeah. Jump. So, if you jump in, if one person's wrong, I won't say anything until the 10 seconds, and then I'll let you know who got the point. Can I put this on Instagram live? (laughs) Go ahead. You want? Okay, go. All right, first question here mm. is: Was this a stuff oh, for both of us? This is for both of you yeah. two. Remember, it's ten questions. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you have. So do we get a chance to answer each? No, I mean just these, jump, jump at the answer. These, yeah, these aren't gonna be like the. Uh, some of them might be like you gotta think about it, but I mean, uh, if no. you're true NBA fans, you should be able to answer majority of these. So it's first come first serve. Okay, go. Or okay. a G
2: League fan like Clippers.
0: Okay, first of all, got a better record than you. <laughs> all right. Who? Ooh. Oh, who? Has the most scored points in the NBA? Korean Abdul-Jabbar. Ugh. Let's go. Point Let's get it. Four Let's go. Migs. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Point for Migs. Lemon squeezy. Okay. <laughs> what player has... Won the most rings in NBA. Bill Russ, Bill Russ.
1: Got, that,
0: got that. Got that. That's a tie. No, no,
1: no, <laughs> way. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll
0: let him have it. Okay, so so 2-0, but how many? 10. Eleven. Eleven. Oh! Wow. Let's go! Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which NBA team won the most championships? Celtics. Seventeen. Gang. Sixteen. 17. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that wasn't the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine.
2: I'll get the after. I'll get the B question. Okay.
0: Um which NBA player is the only one who scored a hundred points in a single uh, game?
3: I
1: boom! Boom boom boom.
0: Yo, I just woke up. So, so did
1: I, bro. <laughs> and I had three bottles of wine last night. Mm.
0: <laughs> who was the first player in NBA history to play in over a thousand consecutive games? AC Green.
2: Was it?
3: Boom, let's Um, go.
0: Okay, (laughs) I'm hyped. I'm hyped. (laughs) Okay, living in California, which NBA player in the 1990s went on to become a mayor of a California city? Oh, uh, Kevin Johnson. No, that he, yeah, Kevin Johnson.
2: It is Kevin Johnson, Sacramento.
0: Kevin Johnson, yeah point for Franco
2: on it. the board. Hey, that's a more. That's a more. I should get double points. Who knows that? I oh, did a lot of scandals with
0: I Kevin even Johnson said as a man. <laughs> um, what team has the most playoff appearances? Lakers. Uh, Lakers.
1: You can't have yeah, yeah, two. So you can't have we'll two
0: answers. <laughs> okay. Uh, Follow up question to that: How many? How many playoff appearances? Thirty-two
1: uh I, I would say like 40 58. Ooh, oh wow okay. okay so we both right. we're not even close all right how so, I many clippers have three uh first of all clippers have at least <laughs> like 16 <laughs>
0: relax all right so shortest player of all time mugsy uh, Muggsy, okay. uh what does d league stand for Developmental league. Okay. last question here because we already know who who won <laughs> Yeah, it's obviously me, yeah. the host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, who is the first player to be drafted number one without playing college or high school basketball in the U.S.?
2: Uh, Garnett.
0: Uh, I was gonna say KG.
1: That was my answer. Yelming. Wait, uh, wait, oh, in the U.S. Wait, wait, wait. What was Ooh. the question? First, what was? How Ooh. did you ask the question? <laughs> who
2: was the first player to be drafted without playing high school or college in the U.S.?
1: Oh, okay, so I didn't even listen to the yeah, question. Yeah, I was well, just my train of thought just yeah. like drank. Whoa, Wait. Man. Yao? I yeah. what about Dirk? Oh, without playing high school in the US. Dirk didn't play in the US. But he wasn't number one. The question was number one.
0: Yao Ming. Great questionnaire, Yao bro. Ming. Okay, so I guess uh, t- conclusion is that hype. You both are knowledgeable, mm. but speed-wise, yeah. no, I would say MIGS. Okay, first I'm, of I'm it, sure you know a lot of the. It ain't speed. Makes it. Do he's it. quick yeah.
2: in a lot of aspects. Okay. <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> 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 That's right. this one on the team. I take my time. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your face. So, so have you
0: guys uh, taken a look at the uh, NBA top NBA all-time list? ESPN put out. Uh, I saw the 20. When was it? Yesterday they put it out. No, it was like in, within the last week. Oh, I didn't see.
1: It was like, yeah, within Okay, so weeks. I'm
0: going to give you the top 20, mm-hmm. and then give me give me your guys' take. Mm-hmm. So, number 20, I'm going to go from 20 down to one. Okay. Kevin Garnett. All right. Dirk Nowitzki. Sure. Moses Malone. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. 18, Moses Malone. 17, Carl Malone. Okay. 16, Jerry West. Mm-hmm. 15, Julius Irving. Okay. 14, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. 13, really? Steph. Thirteen Stephen Curry, okay. Twelve Hakeem Olajuwon, yep. Eleven Oscar Robertson, okay. Uh, now, Robertson. Now we're at the top ten, right? Now we're on the top, top 10? top ten. Okay. Uh, number ten Shaq. What? <laughs> number nine Kobe Bryant. Oh wow. Number okay. eight Tim Duncan. Number seven Larry Bird. Mm. Number six Walt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Number five Magic Johnson. Mm. Number yeah. four Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. Number three. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. number two, LeBron James, mm-hmm. number one, Michael Jordan. Right. So a lot hey. of uh, a lot of comments. Um, so Franco, your thoughts on the list?
2: Ah, uh, Shaq to me is the most dominant big man ever. Um, respect to Russell, Chamberlain, um, but number ten? Come on.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough. Uh, it, it it's it's tough, dude. Like I, I saw that list and I'm pulling it up real quick. I saw the list and I was like, why was Kobe low?
2: Right, and that, no Not comment. Kobe being so low, abs-
0: that's. In, in, I was looking. Uh, I was listening to a lot of ESPN analysts and they agree with with Kobe being at number nine. There wasn't a lot of analysts that said mm-hmm. that he deserves to be even within the top five. Yeah. Which I thought to me that's that's hard. What did you find me. that list? Um, ESPN. It's on. I don't ESPN. even consider.
2: Uh, I consider Kobe to be the greatest Laker ever. To me, uh, you know, and, Magic and Magic Johnson was number five, five over Kobe, at number ten. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah that's. Why yes. do you think that is?
2: I don't know. I, you know, I, <laughs> I guess the 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 writers who make these these lists, they saw these players play at their peak, mm-hmm. so obviously they have a different perspective <laughs> than we do. You yeah. know obviously uh, michael jordan yes he's done everything but like i said earlier in the podcast was to me i saw kobe play so he's the best player ever to me in my eyes at the same time you got to respect history and if you're talking historically yes. and what jordan has done six for six in the finals countless mvps you know all defensive team all this stuff yeah absolutely he deserves to be number one so it's all perspective does it really mean anything i guess Not really, but at the same time, it's a good way to get some arguments going. (laughs) Well,
0: what is there anybody that you would have liked to to see in the top twenty?
2: I can't think of anything. Anyone?
0: Okay. And then your perception on okay, number one Jordan, number two LeBron. I respect it. Okay. Absolutely, LeBron
2: is gonna go down as one of the top five. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, 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 and. And it, there was always this comparison. There's always this comparison about Kobe and LeBron, right? And Or it's like Kobe, LeBron, Michael. You know, which one's one, two, and three, depending on generational. But if you really look at it, the entire spectrum, I think, you know, I, for me, it's Michael. Mm-hmm. And then I would put number two, LeBron. And I will tell you why. The only reason why is because of his passing ability and the way he got his teammates involved. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, Kobe's got the rings, right? But then you can't discredit what Kareem has done. You can't discredit what Magic has done. You know, you, you can't discredit those guys. Larry right? Bird. Right. Dude, like, you know, it's funny. There's not, there's talk about Larry Bird, but I just feel like there's not enough talk about Larry Bird sure. and, and, and his greatness and what he's done and how he dominated. He played a game left-handed, bruh. Like an entire game, bruh you know, mm-hmm. against the
0: Hawks back in, you know, the, the 80s. Like, who does that? Right. So you guys brought up um, a lot about what these players have done, right? So if LeBron was a just, if it, if it was his first year, you would say that you have a different perspective on the top mm-hmm. 20. Sure. Okay. So let's bring this up then. Um, Zion Williams, uh, Williamson. Yeah. Right. Will he, in your opinion, you know, let's say fifteen years online. Let's let's hope that his career is that long. We, do you think he'll be in this top twenty list? No,
1: really? Uh, you say top twenty? Top yeah. twenty. I mean, who's on the eleventh? who's on the eleventh? Uh, um, eleventh? It was uh. Oscar, Oscar Robinson. Robertson.
2: Robertson. Triple
1: double, right? Like right there. Uh, Dirk
2: was in there. Kevin Durant.
1: Kevin, uh, Moses Malone. Moses Carl Malone. Malone. Carl Malone. Jerry West. Uh, Julius Erving. Kevin Durant. E. Steph, Hakeem, you know, that's tough, bro. Oscar, that's tough.
2: I think if he can find a way to hone his skills um, Jeez, and tough. not just be a bruiser, big force down down low
0: and so athletic and he can develop his game. Absolutely. But I mean, you, you, t- you talk about Shaq being one of the most dominant players right. as well. Right. And to me, if Zion can figure out a way to just be healthy, I mm-hmm. think for him and his build, his size, that's that a good he point. is he is likely to get injured right. a lot more than just you know like yeah, a, like Chris like, Paul's of all the, all the world I'm
1: looking at the list 11 of 20 because you're saying it can Zion make it to the top 20 was 20? Barkley in there? Uh, Bar- Barkley
0: was on the list but on, not I, on the top 20 not in the top 20 okay. yeah. I don't think he deserves it either exactly <laughs> it, 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 because you It'd
2: be it, as big as you want down low but you know and respect for him being undersized but at the same time yeah you know there's a lot tough, of comparison it. between Williamson and,
0: and Barkley if Zion even gets one championship, I think he,
2: he would deserve to be I, in I think over he, Barkley.
0: I think he will. If, if he's able to maintain his health, I think that he'll be in the top 20, especially <sighs> because that's tough. Just because the games change so much. Right. Like the, the games change so much, like uh, to, to be healthy, it's changed. I mean, back in the day when Barkley was playing and people were scrapping and they didn't have the the tools to become healthy. Bro, <sighs> right. it's tough. I'm looking at the top
1: 20 staff. I mean, the only person that I can see him kicking off on on the top 20 from 11 to 20 is Moses Malone. But even then me saying that, I sound stupid saying that. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I sound dumb just saying that. Like, you know, like that's the only one that I would say like, okay, he could probably knock off that top 20. Not Karl Malone, not Dirk, you know, not Dirk. He changed, Dirk changed the game of the way the bigs are being played right now. Sure. You know, he paved the way. Maybe KG. But he's got to win multiple rings. So yeah, KG he's got to win out. multiple rings. Okay,
0: so so look at this. So if you had to look at every single one of these players, are they considered franchise players? Hell yeah! Yeah, okay. Every single one. So number twenty-one, Number twenty-one is Scottie Pippen. You hmm. see what I'm saying? That's tough, right? So for me, Scottie Pippen, because he's been in Michael Jordan's shadow, was never a franchise player. Right. And yeah, actually, I, I, and I, I, he this, had a shot when Jordan retired. In this documentary actually solidified that for me. Right. Just the mindset behind Jordan versus Scotty was like, you know, I don't really want to play. I don't want to do this. Like having like hissy fits and I was like, okay, I get it. You're not getting paid, but you made a decision to sign the contract. It was that But
1: nowadays, that would have only taken two years now.
0: Right. It took Scotty that long. For sure. Yeah. You know, for sure. Just but but, to say but something. that was that was his mindset. It was like his instant gratification. It's like if you believed in your ability as an athlete then you wouldn't mind waiting for a big contract. That's just what I think. That's not how the game works. It's just what I think. Like, if you knew that it was going to be like, oh, shoot, I really want the money now because I don't know if my career is going to be that long, I get why Scotty would take that that contract early on. And he made that decision to take that contract early on. But if you're a LeBron or if you're a Jordan, I I just don't think you're thinking, okay, if I take this contract now, I'm not going to have like a big contract later. I just think that their longevity is a lot more. Mm-hmm. and they believe that they're great players right. and that's why when i look at the list not even in, within the the top 20 but i look at like if you look at 21 to like 44 a lot of these players were franchise players and scotty pippen was kind of the the oddball one for me no I,
1: I, not not an oddball i think yeah. frank can agree with me on this one yeah no he was he was the perfect like pair Pair with Michael to win all those six. And the thing is, is he was a franchise player, right? People wanted him. Yeah, he you know went to the, what Portland, right? And helped Portland get to the Western Houston, Conference Finals I think he went against to Houston, the Lakers. W- went right. to Houston, got Houston to the you know um, Western Conference Finals, also, right? And then went to Portland, got them to the Western Conference Finals. So that's what I'm saying. He's he's that
0: guy, you know. But to be 21, I don't know. I just. I'll, I'll if, say if he didn't win win any rings would we be talking about that yes Ooh. you still think it, I, didn't I think we win talking any about rings Marlon we didn't win didn't any say, rings and we're talking about him you yeah. said
1: 21 because he was that like he he was that skillful like he if you look at his average after Michael left like that the year and a half that he left like he really carried yeah. that team he yeah. carried that team you know they were on the playoff hunt you know
0: okay let's say that Scotty wasn't there who would be the the guy you would go to.
2: Michael wouldn't be able to win without Scotty there.
0: No, if Jordan Jordan's out, Scotty's out. Oh,
1: okay. They, they would have had somebody else. They would have who, drafted
0: somebody else. Who, who would have, be it though? Looking at that team, so you, you, you can't, but you can't even name one person. Raja, exactly. So so statistically, <laughs> Bill Carter, he, he had to Grant? be the guy. Horace Grant. So, statistically, he had to be the guy because right. he was the only option. So which the the is my point. That, that he deserves but you also, to be in the number twenty-one to. because
1: of that reason? No, no, that's not the reason why he's on. He's number twenty-one on the list. Yeah, like I, I think the list was compiled based on the contribution to, to the game statistically.
0: Exactly, and I, and I brought up if he didn't bring get any rings with Jordan, mm-hmm. you said that he, that was, he was the guy, right? But he yeah. is the only person you really would pass the ball to. So statistically, he would score a lot more points. He would have to do. More.
1: Yeah, then you can argue that he probably would have been higher on the list also, if he had the if statistics. If he had no rings, if it, I think he would have had a ring. That's
2: how uh, good he. I is. I don't know if he would have won know. without Jordan. I don't know about that. And I don't know if Jordan would have won without. Well, that's the thing. Jordan didn't win without Scotty when in early in his career. We
1: wouldn't know if Scotty would have played and not got traded to Seattle for Sean Kemp, you know, because that would that was a trade that was
0: gonna happen. So I mean, you brought up Carmelo, who didn't win a ring, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of the top all-time scorers. Yep. Right? So, I, in my opinion, top he deser- three. Yeah, he, he des- deserves to be on that list. So, if you were to say Scotty and Carl are going to be at the same level, that would be a false statement, in my opinion. No, it's not. If Scotty didn't win any rings and he's not going to be one of the top scorers, how could he un- he be on the level a- of Carmelo? He
1: would have been the top scorer. Scotty was the main scorer when Michael left. I don't know, I think it was a different player.
0: Oh man. I don't know if
2: he would have averaged 25. Yes, he would have. Mm. I'm going to look at the stats. Look right at now. the stats cuz I don't I know about that, bro. I'm going to look at the stats. Scotty Pippen. Yeah, you got to look that up, bro.
0: Yeah, I don't.
2: I I here's what I think. I think he deserves number 21. Um I would argue with six championships, some championships himself, maybe even higher, but at the same time, Scotty doesn't win without Michael. Just as Shaq doesn't win without Kobe. 9495, right? Yeah. So you need that that guy to be playing the second the, the other role, the be the Robin role. You know, you need that. Yeah, them.
0: no, I agree with that. I just think twenty one for Scotty was pretty high, mm-hmm. and I think he got ranked high because he won championships with Jordan. That's and just, but deservedly, and so. That,
2: that's
1: deservedly so. That's what why I would deservedly so. What do you I, average? So ninety four, ninety five. Uh, I think Mike was still there. Twenty one point. So ninety three, ninety four. 22 points per game which is his highest and that's playing with Michael. Okay. All right. 94 95 21.4 and then 95 96 19.4 that's when Jordan came back. All right. But those two years 22 so, a game and 21 a game. So what did
0: he? Uh, what was his average when he went to Houston? What was his average when he went to uh Portland? Well in Houston you, he
2: was sec- third fiddle cuz oh, really? you had Barkley and
0: Yes, yeah, right?
2: and, and, and Clyde. And Clyde, Clyde.
0: He was third after them and they're not He's, even He was they're fourth. Not, they're was, not even in the top 20. What, what do you mean? But that was, was his, That was the tail end of his career. That was the tail end man. of his career. That's you. You got You got to look at that. I'm looking at it like he got ranked high because he had these championships. Look at this. Look at That's this. That's how I'm looking at it.
1: So he goes. He goes Houston first year, 14 and a half points per game. He only played that one year with them, mm-hmm. right? And he went to. He played for Portland one, two, three, four years from 9903. 12.5, 11.3, 10.6, 10.8. And I will I tell know, you franchise what. Franchise player, I don't know. That was the latter year of his career, bro. That was like year. Tail end. That was a tail end. Oof. That was a tail end. Literally, and he just went back to Chicago to just to finish it up in Chicago. Right. I, you mean, know?
0: I mean, Jordan played for the Wizards, and what did he average?
2: It brought his scoring average down I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what was his average? Though? It was like 20, 22,
0: 23 a game.
1: Yeah, 19. Maybe even 25. I, even was, I guess season. he was still considered a franchise player. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan yeah. was not considered a franchise player back in as a wizard. As a wizard? I think he was because he... No, he was not.
0: He was, he was the owner and he told everybody to pass on the ball regardless. Wait. No, he was not. He was not considered a franchise player. Who, who was? Kwame? <laughs> yeah, he drafted Kwame. That's a franchise
1: player? That yeah. was supposed to be coming out of high school. Larry Hughes, you know? No, Larry Hughes. Larry, Hughes. Wherever
2: Jordan is, he's a franchise there? Huh? player. Stackhouse there? Jerry, oh, they, Jerry had, had, beef. Sa- they yeah. had beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah beef. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, but wherever Jordan is, he is a franchise player. I don't care mm-hmm. what anybody says. True, yeah. He's, True. he's an alpha male and he's going to want the ball.
2: What did he do? An interview last year where he was like, I could smoke all the guys on the Hornets. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to bring their. Uh, where to, oh, yeah, to yeah, bring yeah. down their, their spirits
0: yeah i mean the way that he yelled at kemba yeah uh i watched that yeah kemba just took it yeah well oh, that's michael it's michael you <laughs> take, it. <laughs> you you take it yeah hey i was just happy to see my boy gary payton on that list <laughs> 53 53 yeah 53 i was like am i gonna see sean kemp on the list nope no did not see sean did, kemp on that no. list.
2: payton was a different animal for point guards man he, yeah he crazy. bullied people <laughs>
0: So. Yeah, this is crazy so, at Z- so Zion Williams not, not, not on the top 20 For you mix Zion no At the end of his career You don't think so I think no. I think definitely Top 20 No He's, he's once in a generation Maybe, maybe top He wins top 20. Two to three championships Yeah
1: Yeah I, I, Okay that But if that's if he wins Two to three championships Right
0: So you're saying that winning championships no, puts you higher on the saying. list.
1: No, that's not what I'm saying because in like Scotty yeah. Pippen. That's or, not what I'm saying. Yeah, Robert O'Reilly has what?
2: 7 and he's not on the list, I guarantee, you, but but, but it, no, it's how you how you do it. How you accomplish it. What you what contribution? Yeah, that's,
1: that's, yeah man. Yeah, and wait. and that's the thing is like because I I saw like my early basketball days was seeing, you know, was seeing the Bulls like just tore up that season against the Sonics, right? You know that that was like my first televised like NBA games back wow. in the Philippines. Yeah, you know, put and salt like, on the wound. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just saying that. I mean, Let's, those are facts. So just sprinkle. You know, just yeah. pour the entire Bay. can. Salt and salt. Then, and then obviously, wow. you know, and I was a big Reggie Miller fan because he was a yeah. shooter. So it's like, is he on the list? Uh, uh, on the
2: yes, list. he's
0: definitely on the list. What
2: what what number? One hundred and one. <laughs>
0: no, no. Yeah, wow. I think he was in the top fifty. He was top fifty. Sure. reggie's top fifty. I mean, I would see put, that. That was fair. I would put Reggie yeah. on that, top that list as well too. I would do anything. That. I mean, what Re- are you ma- Ray huh. Allen was on that list. Sharpshooter too. I mean, I would put Reggie up there. Clutch, bro. Clutch. I would, I would, I would put Reggie up there. Clutch.
2: Clutch. Except I'm surprised. That,
0: so, so in in the Last Dance, Gary Payton was talking about like you know if I was there earlier. If George Carl put me up against Jordan. The outcome would have been different. And right. then, you know, Jordan laughs. But then Reggie Miller said something similar and there was no clips. out I, I would have liked to see Jordan's, like, facial expression. Watching, like, what Reggie Miller you was say saying. Yeah. His reaction.
2: Yeah, it would have been interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I, I could tell that Jordan has a respect for Gary when he was like, I have nothing against, against Gary. Because if it was somebody else, right. I feel like he would have just <laughs> blown on him and stuff. So... Yeah, it was interesting. I don't think it would have made a difference, by the way. With, with with Reggie? No, with Gary Payne like locking I think up. So. No. Yeah. They no. Yeah, I think so. I was watching the games and I was like, why isn't Gary Payne guarding him? I didn't know till this day and then it was because of an injury. I didn't know. I think he would have made a huge impact. I think what they went like seven games. No. Did they or was it six? They won in six. Okay, and then they didn't he didn't guard him until what the third third or fourth game? Uh the, third, the elimination game. The end game, of the third and game then four, the fourth four, and game and, four. and then the full fourth. Yeah, I think it would have made a huge difference. Huge difference. Obviously yeah. when you got an all defensive it's guy Gary on Pink. you,
2: it's a different it's a different yeah.
0: game, you know?
1: So it, I mean
0: who I don't even remember who would be on him. <sighs> Hersey Hawkins. No. That left Shrimp. Detless Shrimp was on him? No. G- that Dallas that the German, on is that the right? German guy? Yeah, they, they threw everything on, on Michael. No, yeah. but to, I think Gary Payton on them would have been made a huge difference. I don't know if they would have won completely, but I think it would have, the outcomes would have been pretty close. Pretty close? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could uh, we could debate this for days. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So um, we're just gonna we're, we're gonna, obviously we got to take a little break here too. Um, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about um, you know, a few weeks ago, um. New York, Madison Square Garden, the Knicks decided to play um, you know, a, a little tribute to Lynn sanity. Ooh. So we're going to, right when we come back, we're going to talk Jay a little Lynn. bit more about Jay Lynn. All right. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. And we're back here at the Kickspot. we back. With our boy Franco. What up, what up? And talking it up mm-hmm. about the NBA. hmm yep. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Specifically, we're gonna talk about Jeremy Lin. Ooh, and I know uh, how much you love Jeremy Lin as you were in <laughs> the the Laker. I mean, he was a Laker. Yep, for a year, briefly. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. It was a blur, but pretty interesting stuff that the Knicks decided to, um, you know, talk about Linsanity, uh, you know, for an entire week, represent Linsanity during, um, you know, COVID. Right. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, out of all the clips that they could have played, or any of the other games that they could have played, they decided to play um, Sanity. Right. Uh, wh- why do you think that is? Why do you think that made so much of an impact?
2: One of the few um, bright spots for an otherwise, what, two decades of failure was Jeremy Lynn and the excitement selling out arenas. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Knicks were good, but. I think that season you had uh, Stat was injured. Melo was injured. Um, and they just gave him an opportunity. He took it and ran with it. So I think that's why um, they probably played And he went out from the franchise, even though, what, he only played half a season with them? Yeah. Uh, he went out on a more cordial term compared to all the other players I just mentioned.
1: <laughs> yeah, he played 35 games. Jesus. 25, started 25 games. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah. But what what like what, what do you think made it so magical?
2: Uh number one the fact that he was, you know, Asian American and it you just never saw anything like that before from a player. Uh also his story, you know, he was cut by the Warriors. Um I think he had a tryout with the Lakers, it didn't happen or whatnot, but you know, he kind of was just looking for an opportunity. He got it under D'Antoni. and and the it was inspirational, you know. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah I, I compared it to like um one of my favorite movies rudy mm. he was like just an undersized yeah. you know player and then ends up you know everybody's like rooting for the guy right. and-
1: but rudy only played one snap
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, rudy played you could play argue one. 35 guy. games is one snap yeah, yeah. Snap. in the nba come on well you could even argue that that one game would have been his one snap yeah and then, for some reason, he they continue to put him on. That right. was the last game of the football season, <laughs> senior senior game. No, but the I mean, just the underdog story right, right, is always right. you know what I like, and you know that's what I think about Lin But you know, when when Lin Sanity happened, I didn't officially understand what that was. Mm-hmm. ESPN was like, oh, Lin Sanity, this that, and the the first clip that I saw was um, I want to say it's his third game. Um, and that was against the Raptors.
2: Oh, the game winner, the
0: game winner, right. get quote unquote game winner, because there's some time left on the clock, right? right? right. But um, just the confidence that he had after, and his—I just recall like his like head shake, mm-hmm. like yeah, yep, you know, yep. I scored. I just, I just love that like little story, and then you know the rest was history with Linsanity. But that's when I started watching Jeremy Lin. Not I was never a. Mm-hmm jeremy lin fan before i was like okay what's his probability like look at all the other asian basketball players that ever played they're either in the d leagues or they never really get an opportunity to start and um so i was like uh, he's probably never gonna come out right and then eventually when when sanity hit after toronto i was like dude i gotta follow this guy so i've always changed like my espn teams you know when he went to like the rockets right I'm like, now I gotta follow the Rockets. So oh, he he's now at the Lakers. Obviously I follow the Lakers. And then you know he goes to different teams. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna watch Houston anymore. I'm gonna watch whatever team that Jeremy Lin plays on. And so it was just interesting the impact mm-hmm. that he was able to make. Like I still love the underdog story, right? Right. Yeah. So that was the impact that that, that Lynn Sandy had on you. I mean, he didn't have like necessarily like a like a impact. Like I I would say that he just he was just unusual. Like I he I, I was like rooting for the guy, but at the same time I was like, man, I think his time's gonna end. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy that he still had more of an opportunity when right. when um he said that um that he wanted to stay with the Knicks. Um, right. and the only contract that he got offered was from Houston. And he had actually told his agent that he wanted Houston to offer him less money. Because he felt like he wanted to continue his, you know, reign with the Knicks. Because he hasn't really proved himself, which that's what I do respect. He was willing to take a pay cut. Sure. Um, because of that, but I just, I just kept thinking, man, his time is going to be up soon. And finally, he wins a NBA championship, whether or not like people say that he deserves it or not. I, I believe he does. And he played all throughout the season. He as played well a too. role. Yeah. yeah. a a huge role in my opinion to be able to get into the playoffs so i I do believe that he deserves it but i'm happy to see that story right sucks that he's not in the nba now
3: yeah
2: Yeah. i I mean yeah it does suck because you know obviously he has the talent enough to play um i think given a bigger opportunity in today's uh shooting offensive mind the league he could be a, a, a big impact player i mean he's killing it in china yeah So, but at the end of the day, like you have to, uh, you have to look at, you know, for whatever reason, he wasn't given the opportunity. It was less and less after the Knicks. So then the Rockets, he got less showtime with the Lakers. He got even less because, of course, Kobe, Byron Scott was terrible as a coach, didn't know how to manage, Um, you know, and then all his other stops. I think he
1: went to Atlanta, uh, the Nets, he got injured um but no the nets you know the, he started he, off pretty good he actually killed it on the nets mm-hmm. he had the highest average points per game yeah playing for the nets he averaged 18 points per game yeah. how many games know, for that for that season so he played and then it was like brooklyn and um let me see 26 17 it was like 37 games yeah but 37 games like he averaged 18 a game i mean Legit. so
2: obviously the talent is there he mm-hmm. just it sucks that he got injured that season and he didn't get a fair opportunity with the nets you know but mm-hmm. I, I feel like he could have been because who did they have after dimwitty uh and lavert yeah and so Eagle. those guys you know you don't think of them as household names but they're taking their opportunities and they're making the most of it too yeah so
1: well mm-hmm. i mean the the impact had on me i mean it was it was huge i mean it was one of those things where you know, I, I was reading articles from the time from back in 2012, and this was happening. You know, in a week's worth, the biggest selling jersey in NBA was New York Knicks 17 Jeremy Lin jersey. Yeah. You know, in, in the span of a week, it rose 3,000%. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I mean, just imagine the, in you know,
0: the revenue that that generated. One, for the Knicks. Yeah. 3,000% when he ended up on the knicks or there's on the knicks so after he, he broke out uh, after he broke out i mean how many jerseys was he really selling though yeah but i mean i'm saying
1: three thousand percent that was the highest that they've ever seen like a jump on a jersey sales yeah you know i mean he was still selling i mean there's he's got asian yeah. supporters yeah. that would buy his jerseys yeah, yeah. You know? everywhere but it's now it's the non-asians that purchased those jerseys right <laughs> like because of like the, the magical run that he was having so yeah. they like on, on and especially on pop culture like you know that was being talked about right like right now if i wear a, a jeremy Lin retro jersey and i wear it out like that's like oh that's cool you get mad props yeah i get mad props yeah. for that right like mm-hmm. that's a classic jersey yeah. like so it that impact mm-hmm. on, on culture is it, it was right there yeah you know even right now because we were talking about this this is eight years ago right so you know and and for me it was one of those things where you wanted to see what like how many he's gonna score you want to see how many points, rebounds, assists, turnovers he was going to do. It, it was like you were breaking down one player's like statistics. Mm-hmm. You know, there was this YouTube that I would always watch because it, it would show every single point that he would have. And like that was to me, like I was looking forward to every game after every game that that clip was going to was going to be on YouTube so I can watch it. Yeah, you know, and it's like, oh, shoot, I could take some of that stuff from him, you know, so it, it gave you some sort of, you know, like inspiration. Right, and the fact that he was Asian, and you have some sort of Asian ties, because I'm Filipino. Look, that even made it more like, man, I'm I'm proud that he's doing that. You identify with it? Yeah, okay, definitely identify with it. You know, and you know, then him winning the championship. I remember you and I were talking, right? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, how cool was that, Jeremy Lin? We thought he was the first one that won. The NBA, NBA. As, as an Asian, you know, NBA champ, but yeah. that's not the case. You know, we'll get to that in a little bit. Ooh. you know, but um, more trivia, yeah, more <laughs> trivia. But you know, but that was that was really cool. Yeah, you know, that was that was kind of like a proud moment. You know, for for us. So, and even then, I still followed him. I was hoping he would play, but he only played sporadic minutes. You know, during the finals, just right. because you know
0: that team was kind of stacked.
1: Yeah, right? you have your rotation and whatnot. So. Yeah, yeah. But you know, when they won, say, like, yeah, my boy. You know, so yeah.
0: Why do you think Yao Ming didn't get as much? I understand like the underdog story, but let's say it wasn't an underdog story. Do you think that he would still have the same impact? He or did do you have think the same. Yao might,
2: I, I would he, say he did. He did have globally, uh, mm-hmm. and especially with Houston and their community. You know, they, they have a very a lot of Asian fans. But um, I think with Yao, because of his size, he went number one. You expected it. There was a lot of media and, and hoopla around that battle with Shaq and all that. Mm-hmm. um but then you had uh jaylin was the overnight mm-hmm. so that's why i think it took off and social media was even bigger when uh jaylin came out so it was like you know everybody you know youtube clips and you had instagram and facebook and you know so it, it, it i i think
1: it was just getting there though the, yeah, yeah the era
2: between yao and Jaylen it, it was what less than 10 years it was still the social media hyped it up a lot
0: so popularity wise you would say that Jeremy Lin is more popular than Yao Ming mm. as an Asian Asian player no 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 no, no. Okay. no. Jer- yeah. Ch-
2: Yao was a hero in China
1: Yeah. national hero it, and not just that Yao was a top 50 player oh he right? was
0: so yeah so Yao Yao was a top 50 player in- and i don't even think he made the all-time list
1: i mean he he sh- okay so even if he didn't he's a top 75 top 100 player of all time you know, I don't think he even made that really? list either. No, he did. He did make the list. He did. Are you yeah. sure? Yes, he made the list. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, because one, the global impact that he made. Number two, he was that skilled. Like uh, a 5, yeah, yeah, yeah. A five I remember. shoot. Very soft, soft touch. Hands, soft touch. Like you just never saw a, a guy move like that. I mean, he had handles for a seven, what? Seven, two, seven, passing three. Passing like Passing ability. One of the best in-game passer as a big of all time. You know, Kevin McHale was one of the best, if not the best, big man passer. But Yao was up there, yeah. you know. And now it's like you got Jokic, right? Like, But Yao was passing. Man, it was incredible yeah. to, to watch his games. And the fact that he was Asian. And then the Asian community. That's why the Rockets is so big, like, in China. You know, the Rockets are big in China. That's why when, who was Daryl Morris said something about... Daryl Moron? Dar- yeah, some, said something about, like, the... Like you know the china chinese or there yeah, was like some um, sort of a I
2: stand uh, for freedom i stand for hong kong fight for freedom yeah, or something, something like that, like that
1: right yeah. where the, you know hong kong was going through something and he made a comment and the entire chinese you know china was like yeah. we're, we're cutting our ties with with the nba yeah. not just houston yeah the nba yeah and that was billions of dollars generated by and
2: it. and they even said a couple of weeks ago that if the nba comes back you're know, not going to. Oh June, yeah, they they, they They're not, not going to show any yeah, games. Yeah, they cancel all their games. So, and I was in the Philippines um, when
1: that was happening, you know. So yeah. and and that's the thing, right? And the ambassador for that for that relationship was Yao Ming.
0: Right. Yeah. So so what you're saying is that social media really doesn't it doesn't play anything. It doesn't play anything. So Yao Ming is still more popular than oh, yeah. Jeremy yeah,
2: Yeah, but J-Lin's story, I think, the reason why it was it caused everywhere was because of social media and we're all more a little bit more engaged you know we have it on our phones or whoa
0: look what he did he dropped 38 points on the lakers or whatever you know so yeah like so uh, whenever i watched entertainment i mean the only person that i i couldn't really relate to but relate to was like dante bosco i mean he was uh my coolia dante yeah i mean he, he uh, like in the movie Hook, yeah. it was like the only Asian that I saw in entertainment, and I didn't see anybody else really after that. I would see like people in the background. I'm like, oh dude, there's an Asian dude. It was right. like, it's like, where's Waldo? You know, you're just trying to find an yeah, Asian yeah, yeah. dude in entertainment, and then you know you see Yao Ming, and then you know it's sad to see his career go, you know, off of injury, and then you see Jeremy Lin, and you're just you're just rooting for the guy. So right. as far as the Asian community, like whenever I talk to an Asian person, it's always like. There's a lot of hype behind it, you know? Even when he wasn't doing that well on other teams, like even when he was on the Lakers, it was like, dude, no, that was, still, and there and was, so was LA, hype, you know? Yeah, so there's so much yeah. hype behind it. But I'm curious to see, Franco, your perspective. Like, it, it, was it the same amounts of inspiration like us, or was it like for you? It's like, ah, it's just kind of like another play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: it was in between. So obviously great for him and inspirational. Uh, but at the same time, I think everyone kind of identifies with their own people, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, Argentina is, uh, known for kind of riding the the bandwagon. So yeah. we'll know nothing about a certain sport. And then a player like a golf player will, will go to the masters or whatever. And, and win. I think there was this guy named angel, uh, I forget his last name and the whole country was behind them and everybody was watching. So it kind of takes on that. Oh, look, it's one of us.
1: This is what he's doing against, you know. Who, you played, who played in the NBA from Argentina? Oh,
2: Luis Escola, Luis Escola. Carlos Delfino, Andres Nacioni, Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili. See, they great Ginobili. players. Um, All of them.
1: All of them. Uh, Manu, for you sure. You had a, mm-hmm. another
2: guy, Alberto Fabrizio Alberto on the Spurs. Champion. Champion. Yeah. Um, you had this guy, Pepe Sanchez, who played for the Warriors. Uh, uh, Walker Whiskey. Robert, Was it? Roberto what, Walker Whiskey. Wasn't
1: the... the, the, the the person that scored the most points in any professional sport history came from Argentina. What's his name? Basketball? He was like the Argentinian god. I for- forgot his name. I don't I don't. Franco? Me? <laughs> A- no. me no. When you pass me the ball?
2: <laughs> I do Ooh. pass you the ball. Wow. Um. Like, But I will say this. Uh, Being that I grew up here, and now I'm Lakers through and through, mm-hmm. I didn't give the same amount of hype or attention. I didn't identify with Ginobili and everything that he did yeah. as much as, you know, uh, Asian Asians embrace Jeremy Lin. And I think that's because I was, you know, I planted my my family planted their flag here and it was Kobe. And then I would see Ginobili come and try to guard Kobe and elbows here and there. And I was like, who the hell does this dude think he is? Yeah. Regardless of the fact that he's from my country. But when you look at it from your, your people's perspective, absolutely you're like oh my god that's inspiring it's one of us one of 44 million mm-hmm. how many billions of agents are there that jeremy lynn just made it so yeah. absolutely inspirational
0: and you know the story is amazing yeah you know absolutely so do you think that he'll ever have an opportunity to come back to the nba i think he should um
2: that's a question that's a good question because of the fact that the league is so centered on what are you doing for me now you know they yeah. they don't care what you did yesterday, um. So it kind of sucks from that perspective that GMs and uh, maybe a, uh, you know another team wouldn't give him a chance. You know, like why isn't the Tony hopping on the phone and calling him and being like, hey, come to Houston. You could come off the bench when Russ and Harden need a break. You know, um. So you know it's like you saw what he did for you. You saw the potential. Why wouldn't you just try to? him with you, you know? mm-hmm. a lot of you've heard stories of that coaches calling their guys being like hey come play for me on this team you know?
0: yeah do you do you think that politics plays a big part in him coming back mm, I would say like I'll give you an example yeah like, so I, I have friends that are models and, and what they tell me is that in the beginning of your career it's not it's you really selling yourself a lot more to like all these like sponsors sure. and, and, and all that too. And, and I think even like the, uh, golfers that are considered quote unquote pro, like they have a pro card, but they're not necessarily on TV. Right. They have to go find sponsorships. So they're really building relationships with all these people so that they can get sponsors so they could actually play. Right. Do you think that then if Jeremy Lynn had, I don't know, like a sales skill or like a really good relationship with somebody that he's able to get into the NBA? or does that even play a factor? I think
2: it I think it would. I think it would, you know, hey, if you have that relationship with someone, I think it would be a, a huge factor. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it would help, but um, you know, I can't say why he's wasn't being given why his opportunities dwindled after, you know, insanity. Uh, after that tear, I can't say why. I can't speculate on why, but at the same time, I
1: uh, maybe he didn't want the hype, right? I mean, that could play a part. That also, that could be right? a part, like, yeah. they, He didn't want the hype. Yeah, he didn't want the hype for himself. You know, like he was thankful. I mean, you know, just he hyped. just wanted to play. He just wanted to play. I mean, he played for the that was his game, dream. Yeah, you know, and he did, and you know, and it got stretched out, you know, due to Linsanity, But I think, you know, and and I think the opportunity that presented, you know, itself to him after insanity was i think for him good enough and he was thankful for it like he became such a global presence you know when it comes to representing you know the taiwanese you know culture you know the taiwanese asian culture you know like he took that to heart he took he took everything and then you know it's not about having the opportunity to play in the nba it's just having the opportunity to play and he got that in china
0: but i mean like just to be able to come back though you know um it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I mean, like, he did get very emotional. Um, like, I think he was, like, at church or something. But he was emotional in China talking about how he is sad that his NBA career is over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. thinks yeah.
1: that? Yeah, he. W- there was, like, a video that It, started, w- it was yeah.
0: him, like, at church or something, oh, like, wow. you know, giving, like, a testimony. And he was very, very emotional. And then I think, like, a couple months after that, you know, he gets... Um, signed to like the Chinese basketball right. um, league out there, Beijing Ducks. Yeah, and so and then he says that he was very, very blessed uh, because in his career he's always wanted to play for like his home country. Right. Like once in his life. Right. Um, regardless if that's true or not, I I don't know if that's 100 percent true. If that's kind of like his way to say, you know, at least I'm playing, you know, professionally still. Right. Uh, because if he had to choose between the NBA or playing in China, I believe that he would have chose still the playing NBA? in the NBA. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but his probability of coming back to the NBA, I, I, find, I find it being very, very slim, mm-hmm. which is very unfortunate. If he was a Yao Ming that tall and dominant, I could see him And you center your game around him. Yeah, but he's just, he's what, six foot three? Yeah. Um, just not he's just not as uh, tall as we want him to be and right. I think he's skillful in like his shooting ability and all that too but it's like unfortunate that that would play a factor
2: Yeah I feel that like I said uh, Evers for whatever reason his opportunities have been dwindling since that happened and
0: doing only you know, in the
1: NBA In the NBA Yeah yeah It's and not necessarily dwindling I in. don't
2: I don't think it's fair uh, I think it sucks but you know uh, at the same time
1: But it did open doors though it opened doors for a lot of you know like this up-and-coming, like, Asian ballers, right. right? Like, Kai Soto, right? You know, me and we were talking about it. This kid from the Philippines, you know, 18, that just signed with the G League. You know, I mean, that's that's another thing, right? Like, I'm like, oh, looks like another Filipino coming up. Right. You know, there was... I remember when I was a kid, there was a guy named Johnny Abarrientos. Mm-hmm. He was the first person that got some hype to get signed in the NBA. He played for uh, the PBA. He was five, like... He was short like less than six foot right five nine five ten and you know johnny abarientos like he was like that guy that was going to make it to the nba but we knew like, the entire country was like behind him mm-hmm. it just it was just too he was too small you know he was not going to be able to compete the way you know he needs to compete in in the league right some grown men in the league you know but that was the first kind of taste of the philippines having someone You know, and there's probably a few now, but definitely Kai Soto, right? We were talking about it, about that, like that time with the G League, you know, 18 years old, pretty skillful, pretty tall. You know, he just needs to gain some muscles, you know, and we'll see what he does. Right. Right. But, you know, I think, you know, and and the NBA has been very, very vocal about, you know, expanding its league in, 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 in Asia. Yep. And, you know, even Adam Silver has made a comment saying, how come we don't have a lot of Asian players right now? right you know like he he wants to give that opportunity to you know the asian athletes to be able to live out their nba dream and 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 play yeah and have that opportunity and have the opportunity so that
0: that's why you know that's why the nba
1: is like the greatest
0: league ever
1: yeah very inclusive yeah very
0: yeah i I feel like it won't get to that level for a long time um based off the country's economy i mean i think america has it best you you go to college you get a full ride because you are an athlete. you know whether or not you're paying your players or not. I mean, there's got to be something that's that's going on. And I think in the future that the NCAA should start paying their players, um, just because you, you're not necessarily if you, if you don't have a career, you're not necessarily majoring in the th- majors that you want to. Right. Um. So how do you make up for the, the amount of practice that they're actually practicing and all that too? Yeah. And the, r- the rules and regulations that the NCAA has, they're they're really in control over their players. But yeah. You look at you know the Philippines the economy is not as strong as, as the U.S. or like a lot of these Asian Asian countries. The fact that you know he even came out and he's he's in he the in it. the G League, yeah. that is that's super impressive. That's huge, right? I mean, you can tell that he's just not eating as much and and, and all that too. You know, I mean, he <laughs> just he just I mean, they just don't have as much resources. Right, right. Oh, no, he has a resource over there. Well, I mean, they're probably, he's like, as far as like Manny Pacquiao, I mean, as, as far like...
1: as, you know, probably like, you know, training and stuff, it's probably not as, you know, we don't get as much of what we get here as far as like the nutrition, coaching, and, you know, it's not the same, right? You know, but, you know, but no, he's, that kid is eating over there. Yeah, it's, it's different. You you come up differently, but, it, yeah, obviously you're not going to be. A lot of chicken dobo, yeah. <laughs> a lot of lumpia, you know, from Tita, you know? So, <laughs> tita. It, yeah. <laughs> That's no, man, I mean, you know, again, I think what it did, I think what would what, what the Sanity did, you know, it it opened up more doors. It opened up, it, it definitely opened up conversations, yeah. to have, you know, and, and and to look at, you know, that side of of the world and say, no, oh, there's there's talent there, yeah, you know, we, we should we should really look into the talents that are over there, you know, I mean, and that's the thing, right? China is the only country that's made an impact in the Olympics when it comes to basketball. Sure, you yeah. know, in in in. But if you go to the Asian games, like the Asian Olympics, right? Philippines is up there. Right. Philippines is up there when it comes to basketball.
2: Andre Blatch. know, Andre <laughs> Blatch playing for the Philippines.
1: Jordan Clarkson <laughs> playing for the Philippines. You know, shout out to those guys that yeah. are
2: Filipino. Yeah. Adopted. <laughs> uh, I think another big thing was uh, also with Jeremy Lim was the fact that he got nba's players nba players to talk about him uh yeah you know you had darren williams took it personal because jaylen torched them the first game that's when it started uh sorry the Heatles they they shut him down they had he had eight points uh so they treated him like tony kukoc uh was treated by it was like one for eleven yeah
1: one for eleven so
2: i think it it, but at the same time if they're focusing that much on you and they're building the game you did something right you did something right and you earned a respect so mm-hmm. i think that's awesome too that's a huge huge factor and something that's i don't think talked about
1: as much mm-hmm. so i mean he just he scored like it just says here like i'm looking at some some things like he's kobe couldn't
2: stop him he scored 38 on kobe
1: <laughs> he scored 41 points in an all-star game yeah. you know in, in china really 41 like, yeah last year damn his first all-star game drops 41 points and then he was the second he had the second most votes uh, for the All Star Game, right behind my boy E John Lian. Mm. you know what I'm
0: saying. So, is you think if they had the Olympics, Jeremy Lin would play? I do, mean, do they have a because ta- I think he's Taiwanese. He's Taiwanese, he's not Taiwanese, Chinese. But he's playing yeah. China, in, in the Chinese league. But you can play in, you can play in, in any league. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, well, that's a sensitive subject too. Like, I don't know if he, China claims Taiwan. Right. So I don't who know who would he play for. But Taiwan, yeah.
1: Taiwan is their own country in the Olympics.
0: Are they? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because China really is in control over yeah. Taiwan. So I don't, I don't know. I've never seen a Taiwanese It'd team. It'd be like the
2: UK when they had the Olympics We'll, we'll in, see. We'll see if plays in the Olympics. And the UK had players from, obviously, England, Wales, which is a different country. Uh, I think that was it. But, um, you know, you had two different countries playing under one team, which was the Great Britain
0: team, you know? So Do you I'm think wondering teams- if that would be like that. Yeah, do you think he plays in the Olympics?
2: Do you think they'll ask him? Probably not. How old is he now? Twenty-nine.
0: Yeah, probably not. It's the age. I mean, maybe. Plus, so? they're putting off the Olympics till next maybe. year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they'll ask him. Maybe I they know. will. I think they will. Dude, I mean, if he's doing well, yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't. Be, is, that,
2: I'll tell you what. It'd be another good storyline for him. Yeah, uh, if he could yeah, just yeah, run it in the NBA's
0: face. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Yeah,
1: dude, this is interesting. His endorsement. He had four big endorsements. Volvo was one of them. Ooh, drive side. That, that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Nike. I didn't know that. From two thousand ten to two thousand fourteen, in in the U S. Yes. Or, I or mean, Nike, he was in the
0: NBA. Or Nike China. No, he was
1: that's NBA, Nike U S. Right. Oh, okay. Um, Steiner Sports. Don't know what that. By a Chinese company. Adidas. That was I remember that because Adidas made a shoe for him. Um, Twenty fourteen present. Yeah, they had a they had a Jeremy Lin uh, signature shoe for him. Oh, pretty gonna, cool. I'm gonna have a cup. Yeah, have one of those. Yeah, stock X. Stock X. Yeah, if, if, if yeah, maybe not. You know, uh, but yeah. So I mean, he had he had crazy endorsements. You know, I mean, Linsanity bought a lot of stuff. It said Lin trademarked the word Linsanity Sanity in 2012 to preempt strangers from profiting from his likeness. Oh, Ooh. smart.
2: He went Kylie on that.
1: Smart. Yeah, that's cool. Harvard grad, that's what you did. <laughs> there you go, bro. I mean, he took his education seriously. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Ben and Jerry's created a frozen yogurt in his honor of Lynn named Taste the Lynn Sanity. Oh, you know, okay. It contained lychee honey swirls mm. and Ooh. fortune cookie pieces. You would freaking put fortune <laughs> cookie pieces in that thing, Ben and Might Jerry. Might as well put some Ben Wow, mandarins. wow. <laughs> you know? Wow. Oh, here we go. I, I,
0: I hate when I like buy an Asian salad yeah. and then it's just lettuce with Mandarin. <laughs> I don't, I've never understood that. I'm but like, let me give why you is an an Asian salad? But
1: <laughs> the, uh, ben and Jerry's later replaced the fortune cookies with waffle cookies and apologized to anyone offended wow. by their insanity flavor.
0: <laughs> Bro. I, I don't know why that, that's
1: amazing.
2: amazing. I don't Who is the idiots that, you know, green light these kind of things? You know, it was like the Adidas. Funny. After the Boston Marathon, do you guys remember the Boston Marathon? Yeah, uh, with bombing. The bombing. Yeah, yeah. And Adidas came out a, a year or two later, and they sent an email. I got an email, and they were like, "Congratulations, you survived the Boston Marathon." I was like, "What in the hell?" Like somebody with probably a college degree in the marketing department greenlighted this, yeah. and you know, it, it. And then they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry." It's like, dude, how about not sending it? not putting it out there at first, you know, how about not doing that at all? Yeah. So, but I extremely mean, extremely offensive,
0: but even like the fortune cookie is from America. Yeah. I, it, yeah. But it's, so it's just it's, really, but, interesting. but it, it's, it's, it's the, it's the that stereotype. Stigma, the stereotype well, yeah, that's the what stigma. I mean. That's what I brought up, the, the tangerine in the salad. Yeah. That's <laughs> a stereotype that that's an Asian salad. Right. And then the fortune cookies is, mm-hmm. is Asian. Technically, like, even though it's not, you don't have that stuff out in China. So yeah. it's very, very crazy uh well we're just gonna end the show here uh we had a lot to talk about yeah nba catching up with uh franco yep, um, yep. and we're probably gonna have you on on a few of these other cool episodes here especially when the, the season uh starts yep that'll be uh that'll be great to talk more when and he finishes w- with the champion we know who the champion is gonna be though stop wow. it! wow stop it wow that's, we all know that's time for another uh stop it. another conversation because I got something to say about that too <laughs> um mm. but Franco if you want to give everybody um a way to contact your social media or anything like that if you want yeah yeah
2: I'm uh, Franco Matias 1712 on Instagram uh, so hit me up I'm actually Journalism major So this just goes right in line With Very what nice. I want to do In the future So thanks for having me And giving Very me an opportunity nice. And uh, yeah Looking forward to uh, Being back So thank you guys
0: Yeah Alright well we appreciate you on We're going to
1: edit this Without the Laker jersey Oh
2: man hate that
1: Hey You got a Laker. <laughs>
0: Take the Clippers right to over. Seattle Thank you no, Take thank the Clippers you. to, and to on Seattle And that note, We are out <laughs> Thank you for listening To Kickspot